Attention Patriots, this is the Chris Ann Hall Show. Who's going to stand up? Where are the lovers of liberty? I think that's absurd. It's ridiculous. It's unconstitutional. It's out of control. You think this is over? This isn't over. There's a liberty wave coming. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, America, to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com. Liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Welcome to the show, my husband and co-host, J.C. Hall. And don't forget, we have the Daily Journal Monday through Thursday where we cover the daily events and we give them to you from a constitutional perspective. So those of you who are tuning in on the Saturday show who don't uh, normally listen to the Daily Show, I want you to know we're not going to be talking about the national emergency today. We're not going to be talking about Trump uh, declaring a national emergency to build a wall. We did that last week, and we're not mainstream media. You you know, maybe people only listen to stuff on the weekend, so maybe they hadn't heard about it. Well, and that's why I'm saying that now. So you have to go listen to the show during the week. Right. Uh, There are... Several shows uh, during the Daily Journal, Monday through Thursday, where we talked about this. Uh, we actually published an article. No, I, I think that pretty much says everything. Yeah, so the article you go to like chrisannhall.com. Right. And, and believe me, if, if, you, if you don't know where you stand on this, that, then go read the article, and that will really lay it out there for you. I mean, it's, it's a pretty thorough and concise article. And uh, it's it's really throwing some people in a tizzy because apparently we we disagree. Uh, although we agree with Judge Napolitano, uh, we disagree with some very prominent people regarding the constitutionality of a national emergency. Oh, I'm sure. Yep. So apparently, so all I'm asking is that you put your personality uh, preferences aside, put your any of your political tendencies aside and go read the facts and consider them uh, because we present them to you from a constitutional foundational principle. You will not hear me quote law to you to justify what's happening. See, because if you quote law to justify a government act, that is not constitutionalism. Yeah, anybody. That's federal supremacism. It, yeah, anytime I hear somebody either use the word clause Right, such and such right. clause. Right, that sends off alarm bells. Uh-huh. And if I if I hear somebody say, you know, well, this act, whatever act of <laughs> Congress, it, it reminds me of the the old Irish farmer uh, giving advice to the traveler. And oh, he, I don't know that one. Tell me that. Yeah, when he mm-hmm. says, if if there's where you're wanting to be, this is not where I'd start. Ah, okay, I remember that one. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's, so it's like the wrong starting point. Right, you, you can't you, get you that from here. Go back to what the article said. Go back to uh-huh. the Constitution. Right. Go back to the commentaries on that which is contained in the Constitution. So if they're starting from a different point than that, you know, and saying, "Oh, well, Congress passed this law," well, then you have to ask a question, like you did in the article: Is Congress 
authorized to pass such well, a law. and I think a good distinction here, JC, is to mention the fact w- w- to to mention what is the question that you're asking. Yeah. If you're asking, is this constitutional? Sure. Then you have to go to the Constitution. Yeah. If you're Wh- asking, which is a different question than does this need to be done? Right, That's and it's a also different a different connect a question, unfortunately, uh, than is this supported by law? Right. Right. So (laughs) Trump tweets out a problem with the law. Right. Exactly. So Trump tweets out. My lawyers assure me that this is supported by law. Yes, it is. Okay. But that yes, it is. (laughs) (laughs) But it's not supported by the Constitution. Right. right? So if you're asking, you got to know. I mean, it's it's a listening skill. You got to understand what is Is the question that's being asked, or is it constitutional? Is it legal or is it constitutional? So go read the article at chrisannhall.com, and we'll explain all that to you in simple, easy, but detailed form. You didn't get any. You want all these illegals coming in oh, here? Oh, man, did I ever. Really? Oh, See, because that's, that's, like I said, that's a separate question, whether this needs to be done. Like the article had nothing to do with immigration. Yeah, right. See, that's when I just send the folks. I go to Hooked on Phonics website, copy that link, and then that'd be my response. Here you go. This will help you. Because <laughs> that's not even in the JC. article. It's not the conversation. JC, my mild-mannered, everybody thinks, JC's always just sitting there. He's like, no emotion. Everybody's like, JC never smiles in your pictures, and JC never does this or never does that. But you don't see. It's all pent up inside. And, and he, he, he you, you got to do poof. it with finesse. Finesse. <laughs> I mean, come on. I don't have, if you're that dumb, I mean, come uh, on. You, you, you either didn't read it. Or, I mean, what's going on there? Right. If you answer back from that article and talk about immigration, the article's not about immigration. It's not even the question. Okay, the question is you not even... You probably agree with the person right. on the immigration right. issue, but they're so freaking stupid that they can't maintain focus on a single topic that's that's not that one. So I don't have any patience for that kind of, of ignorance. Well, uh, th- along with the immigration thing came the attack of you. what you want our country to be invaded. You don't believe in a wall. And, I'm, and Again, my, different my topic. response was, okay, build the wall. The wall building would be constitutional if you do it constitutionally, right? Nobody's uh, saying don't build the wall. Nobody's saying open borders, or at least I'm not saying. I know J.C. is certainly not. I think I'm probably more open border than J.C. is open border uh, in degrees. There's no way that I can waste that many words on somebody (laughs) that's that stupid. Well, but you know the bottom line is, J.C., they're not actually reading the article. Right. I'd be like, this article is not about immigration here's something that would help you and that then that's where the hooked Hooked on on phonics phonics link would be if jc was in charge of my social media we would have no fans or friends ever you'd have no idiots (laughs) i promise you that oh you'd you'd run my social media page the way mark levin runs his radio program well but i'm but but see that's the thing right you don't have to yell and and all he does is call names right i i just be a smart aleck by the way, on if you're watching nice us day. on YouTube right now, JC has his amazing Liberty First Gear t-shirt on uh, celebrating Crispus Attic's Liberty's First Martyr. And I want to encourage you to go to Liberty First, or I'm sorry, go to chrisannhall.com and go to our shop and uh, get this Liberty First Gear because it's really amazing stuff. I'm going to, JC doesn't know this, but I have been brewing up a couple new t-shirts that I'm going to have him make for me. But nonetheless. Um, tea brew. That's funny. Tea brew? Yeah, tea. You're brewing up teas? Yeah. 
You said you're brewing up in some new teas. Oh, woohoo. That was Good job. that was a funny I didn't even intend to make. So I saw an article. You I saw wanted an to article. mention this because uh so a Portland um professor uh-huh. is is in danger of losing his job. He's a oh, liberal. I saw you he's looking at that, but I professor, didn't look at that actually. Um and he he kind of made up it was an experiment that he ran. Mm-hmm. And he submitted these sort of fake articles, uh, you know, science articles, quote unquote, to these journals of outlandish uh, lefty uh, uh, bias. Right? He make okay. Up, so he wrote. They, he wrote they were journals. Fake, they were fake but he studies. Fake okay, studies. they were fake okay. studies. Oh, so now he sounds like the EPA. So the experiment was to expose the bias in the journals. He <gasps> he he was he was basically saying. These these Sweet. high academic journals and and our colleges, he said. Oh, they! I get attacked by the peer review. Okay, so this is peer it, right? Peer review. <laughs> these are these professional journals. I have no be credibility because what I write is not peer reviewed. Okay, so that's these journals. <laughs> okay. They're supposed to be peer reviewed mm-hmm. and this and that. So they're you know all their academic rigor, rigor, blah blah blah. And they have credibility. But it was something that appealed to their lefty bias that they wanted out there. Some of it was right. outlandish about right. homosexuality and dogs, and I mean just oh, really crazy yeah. stuff. Right, right. And so, and they just published it, no questions asked. And then they were exposed. Many, lots of media found it, and like, what is what's going on here? And they were exposed. And by the way, the conservative journals do the same thing. So if I'm general such and such and I publish whatever, they're not peer reviewing that. It's going right in the journal. It doesn't matter. So don't right. tell me that's any different. It's not right. a lefty. So, so this whole peer reviewed journal nonsense, give me a break. So anyway, they're coming at him. Well, they're coming at him because he exposed their bias. But the pretense is because, you know, you're supposed to sign the release and whatever so uh-huh. he, so he, it's sort of like an affidavit of of yeah i forget what they're called in the psychology science thing yeah. it's it's I, I forget it's a couple of initials and and you know so you're supposed to because the the subject's supposed to be a willing participant in mm-hmm. the study whatever he said well that would have totally uh ruined what i'm trying to do here because i'm trying right. to expose their bias they would know what's happening oh so wait a minute you didn't tell us that he was a psychology professor no well i don't know what kind of professor oh okay well that, that's even cool though so he was using the peer no, review journals no, I, as an I, experiment whatever. i don't know what he is <laughs> right, i'm just right, saying right, he's okay. a liberal professor and I, I my point is i yeah. having worked in the psychology field and yeah. that's where i know okay gotcha. whatever these things are called i forget what's called um so then they're 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 trying to come at it. well point is We've talked about this bias in the colleges and all this stuff. So here it was once again. So I just it just tick ticked me off one more time. So I sent uh, I sent an email to Marco Rubio about this. You thing did again, uh-huh. uh huh. Saying you know here here don't it tell is. me he responded. I don't know. They haven't responded. They sent an interim response. Like we got your email. Oh, Somebody okay. will respond, right. and it says some interim response. Whatever. So, but I basically wrote him an email. I said, you know. This is really uh, disgraceful uh, how that nobody is nobody had has done anything about this. Even when when the conservatives had power and were able to, nobody did anything about this. I said we uh, continue to have these stories day after day after day of the bias in these in these uh, colleges, in these journals, and all these organizations that are supported by tax dollars. Federal you, tax dollars. Federal tax dollars, mm-hmm. and you guys do nothing about it. 
and I t- and I said in the email I talked to because I talked to a Title Ten representative when I was at the Heritage Foundation, the girl that uh, she's a lawyer, whatever, represent all this, and they got all these different programs and not, and and they're supposed to be like First Amendment uh, uh, s- program that they have. And I said, what are you doing about this? Basically, the answer was nothing. They said they filed an amicus brief. So when like it got down to some of these people suing that are being discriminated against, they follow amical briefs, amicus briefs. I, I said, that's not action. That's not taking action. That's right. While you're filing all this garbage and this stuff is happening, they're still receiving my tax dollars. I don't care how liberal they are, lefty they are, biased they are, whatever. Knock yourself out. But I don't want to pay for it with my money. So they should not be receiving our tax dollars. And I sent that to Marco Rubio, and I'm going to keep sending it to these guys because this is the root of the problem, and they do nothing about it. Liberty's lobbyist Chris Ann Hall has now taken control. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. And, you know, I think, JC, when you were mentioning that this is the root of the problem, uh, I think that statement goes even a little bit deeper than than maybe some might realize because the root of the problem is 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 the federal funding of the education of our children and our leaders of the future in these lies that we know are absolutely false but are are fun and I mean your college wants to have a bunch of whacked out professors good right let the free market decide whether your students go there or not they want to be whacked out too they can they ascribe to what's being taught then that's fine yeah which but is our, what happened at evergreen, evergreen even, right. even even a public college like that and students were like the heck with this and boom scattered because they're so lefty so yeah i agree i don't but i don't want my tax dollars going to that stuff and that's right i don't need to pay for that absolutely well we shouldn't have federal tax dollars going to colleges at all anyway but the idea right. that that now i mean we now they're be their their bias is becoming exposed no these are the boot camps for the leftist right. marxist army you know so and we're funding it and, and our so our so-called conservative constitutional liberty representatives they they've done nothing they they said well they say stuff they get up there and run their mouth they complain and they're upset about it they come on, what do you i mean they talk like they're they're us you know what right. i'm saying I, like i'm not a representative you have a vote you have control that's why we sent you there so don't we didn't send you there just to get upset and rant like a regular citizen Right. Okay. We sent you up there to, with the tools to we do things. We gave you the authority right. to do something about it. So do it. You're especially, in control. Especially has to do with the spending of our tax dollars. It's just, it just ticks me off. And it's, it's nonstop. Every time I see an article like that, because I think, and I wanted to say that because I wanted to tell people, you know, hey, I, I, I let them know. We can sit out here and complain and we can complain on the radio and we can complain in the barbershop and whatever. It doesn't do anything. So every time you see these articles and you get ticked off about this, your rep needs to know. And we have a philosophy here that we teach that if it's worth sending once, it's worth sending once a day for 30 days. Because just one time you get your standard 
auto reply yeah. and then nothing happens. You have to make sure they know you're absolutely serious. And if you keep sending it over and over and over again, and sometimes you can even, you know, drop a phone call in and say, look, I sent this email and I'm going to keep sending this email until somebody actually responds and gives me a real human interaction yeah. and not just something that's just there to placate me. I respond to the response. I said, thank you for your interim response. I'll get back to you on such and such a date to see what you've done about this. Absolutely. That's how I respond. Well, religious liberty is a topic that I want to talk about today because this is a local this is a local issue, but it's a really really great teaching moment. Uh, Pat, uh what it was it Thomas Paine said that if if we're going to have liberty, we must protect the liberty of even our enemies. Uh, basically, it's the biblical story of Haman, right? Yeah. So the, all the, the gallows that you build for your enemy will inevitably be the gallows that will, you will be hung on. And this is a story um, that came comes out of Texas. So here's what happened. in Tarrant, The Tarrant County Republican Party in Texas has a vice party chair by the name of Dr. Shahid Shafai. And there was a movement uh, led by one of the precinct chairwomen to remove him as the party's vice chair simply because he was Muslim. Not because of any improper activity, not because he was trying to push Sharia law as a Republican okay, that, doctor. That's what I was gonna be that's what was gonna be my question. Yeah. Which which that would be a separate issue. Right. No, that's right, like that's you're, completely if you're Muslim, separate issue. You practice Islam, whatever, good for right. you. I don't care. But the, it's the pushing of the Sharia. Like, so have you, you're, are you infiltrating this organization and you've sort of said, you've sort of shown that you're trying to push Sharia? Uh, then, yeah, then I have a problem because that's, that's contrary to our Constitution. That's contrary to the principles of this republic. Right. And so here's the official statement the official statement is we don't think he's suitable as a practicing Muslim to be a vice chair because he'd be the representative for all Republicans in Tarrant County and not all Republican in Republicans in Tarrant County think Islam is safe or acceptable in the U.S. in Tarrant County or in the Tarrant County GOP. Hmm. And that was the justification for having removed him from the uh, vice chair. Well, the entire uh, Tarrant County Republican party voted and overwhelmingly voted to keep him because uh because they said look this is this is his religious liberty as arrogant men tear up our constitution and from every direction we cry can't learn the easy way you'll learn the hard way chris and hall she's liberty's lobbyist Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal, and we're talking about this uh, Tarrant County Republican Party vote to keep a practicing Muslim, Dr. Shahid Shafai, as the party's vice chair. And this is this is the teaching moment that we need to see, um, because the the allegation was not one that he was trying to force his beliefs on the party, or that he was trying to back 
Sharia law type legislation or anything, but simply because of his personal beliefs that he was to be removed from the party chair position is is uh, an affront to the principles of liberty that we have here in America. Yeah. No, this is I that kind of thing's not going to go away. And you said you talked about this many times. Catch flack on this particular thing because people are people get pretty riled up about it. But you said there's a problem with Sharia law. There's a problem with radical uh, Islam. But the, there are laws to deal with those aspects if you would just enforce those laws. We don't need to outlaw religion for the sake of religion. That's right, and and there's there is no place for Sharia law in American legal society. Uh, the Constitution would preclude something like that. Human nature precludes something like that. The principles of natural rights that we stand upon would preclude something like that. And the danger, you know, I I, I don't know. We just go back to what we said. The danger here is not having somebody who is a practicing Muslim in government. The danger is the fact that we're uh, into integrating this stuff as policy in colleges yeah, and right. teaching this stuff to our students. Yeah, you know, it, it goes back to uh, action. Not, I mean, you're kind of outlawing belief is what mm-hmm. you're trying to do. We don't want this guy because he believes a certain thing. You think about um, a lot of these Democrats like like uh, Robert Byrd. Mm-hmm. I mean, the guys were grand wizard or whatever, the KKK. Uh they had a lot of bad beliefs, but he was a representative for a long time. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you can hold those beliefs. That's fine. But the the issue is uh, you can't put them into law, right? They can't be right. part of our system, right? So right. a lot of people have bad beliefs and bad thoughts. Oh, my goodness. We have congressmen with bad beliefs and bad thoughts. That's like, <laughs> I, well, I mean, Seriously. it's like what I was, you know, I've talked to uh, a friend that, operates a police accountability um, uh, group to educate on police accountability. He said, he said, hey, you know, you can have a racist cop. You can be racist all you want to. That's fine. That's, that's not the issue. It's, it's acting on those things, what you can't do. He says, so police accountability, we have procedures and rules. If you just follow the procedures and rules, then everything's fine. You could be racist all you want to as long as you follow the procedures, you, follow the, you stick to the rules. You know, so the same thing. Um, I would say, are you trying to push Sharia? Are you trying to right. push things that are unconstitutional and counter to to this? If you if you secretly support that, if you believe that, or you believe some things that I don't like about Islam, hey, whatever. But you're not going to come in here and start doing things counter. So that's just to me. It's just you got to stick to your principles. It, may, it, it we have to be vigilant of doing what we're supposed to supposed to do. But it doesn't mean. Uh, I, at least in my opinion, I know people disagree with this, but I think there are plenty. You can you can be a Muslim and and love America and love freedom and mm-hmm. stand for liberty, you know what have you. So I, there the problem is. So there are some people that will say, well, you don't understand. You can't separate Sharia from Islam, right? That's what they'll say, or but, they'll say that Islam is a is not a religion. It's a political ideology whatever so right. you, well, you get all those arguments so yeah, that kind of stuff's thing. not going to go away it, it, i think that reality disagrees with both of those statements because there are there are many practicing muslims in america that do not participate in sharia type muslim right islam of course there and there are many muslims in america that came here to escape the, right the nuts 
doing this stuff in the name of their religion. Right. You know, come on. Yeah, and and the the idea that we should outlaw Islam because it's a political ideology is also contrary to our understandings because once we give government the opportunity to outlaw political ideologies that the people don't like, then all of a sudden the government's going to be outlawing ideologies like constitutionalism because they threaten the government's power and it's going to be this whole manifest thing of of vilifying people who stand for the Constitution as dangerous. I mean, think about it. That movement already happens. You've got the Southern Poverty Law Center that has put me on their list for five years as an anti-government extremist hate group because I teach constitutionalism. And so when you allow government to outlaw ideologies, it's quite likely not going to be the ideology that you think of in your mind. It's going to be the ones that, that come against the government. Well, it's, it's funny what they say. Oh, it's what you, you know, you're not promoting violence. What you teach can make other people be violent, right? Yeah. But yet, uh, what, what is that? The chick that with the uh, Trump's cut off head, she's not on the list. Yeah. You got all these Democrats in the last six months that we've listened to Antifa's call for, not on call the for list. violence yeah. against Trump. and all, I mean, on and on oh, and on. Yeah, even None of them are on the list. Right. So this... You know, so that for you, this six degrees of separation is sufficient to get you on the list. They can stand there and do what you've never done, and that is literally call for a violent act against another human being, and they're okay because yeah. they're leftist. Right. So Southern Poverty Law Center are they're they're the scum of the earth. Right. Well, they're I you know I think it makes they're it worse trash. because they're total trash. They're they're deceiving people in in making money off of yeah, their because off of their hate in their because deceptions. the government the federal government puts them forward as experts they're cited in all these but government they have things. peer review yeah. credibility right they're they're, they're in the tr- law journals trash <laughs> trash they are trash craziness so jc i'm going to do something that i don't usually do it's something that you like to do but i'm not gonna I by don't the way speaking do. of religious liberty please do that they're witches who are putting ads in the paper oh. and social <laughs> media uh, to to do whatever they do to influence Kavanaugh's decision making? So just know that's out there. No, that's out there. That's real. That's real. And I'm stuff. not saying burn anybody at the stake. Uh, whatever you got religious liberty, knock yourself out. But some Christians might want to pray, you know, to counter that. That's right. I mean, that's kind of that's right. Yeah. I, but I had a thought. It could. I. Now, I think it's real, but I know people do this as a joke. Like, they look at Christians on Facebook or whatever will say, pray for Kavanaugh and this and that. And so they kind of come back like they put, they'll put they put a fake ad. And, mm-hmm. and all you witches, pray against Kavanaugh just as some kind mm-hmm. of jab at Christians. I don't think that was the case. I don't think that's this case. But people do that, too. You know, I'm not, uh, I don't think Kavanaugh is the one that needs prayer, though. I mean, Kavanaugh toes the line. I was thinking just the other day, if anybody we need to pray for, it, we need to be praying for Gorsuch. Because Gorsuch, uh, he, he Why, could have a plane Because he's so crash. constitutional? Oh, yeah. So yeah. They, they want to take him out. Right. I, I'm serious. This guy is seriously rocking the boat, and he is not a company man. And he has... One out of nine ain't bad. One out of nine. But look, <laughs> but one out of nine, look what happened to, um, well, what may have happened to Scalia, to Scalia 
right? One out of nine ain't bad. So Scalia, who who wasn't having any health issues, mysteriously dies in a cabin, and yet Ruth Bader with a pillow over his face. face. Oops, how'd that get there? Oops. But then Ruth Bader Ginsburg has cancer and falls down and is 150 years old, and she's getting surgery now to to overcome her cancer and and you know i mean somebody like her they I, I don't think she's having surgery i think her doppelganger is having surgery you remember that you remember that show what is it what was this show that the, there was this skeleton with harry whatever the creeper or whatever creep show oh, creep that's show she, creep that's show creep show that's what it was yeah it's like she's like a walking skeleton seriously walking, walking corpse I, i'm i'm saying this with all truth in my heart um, and, and you know, you know, guys, I'm not a whole personality worshiper kind of person, especially in politics. There are people that I highly admire, but, um, and, and I'm not going to jump on board with any single human being, but I'm going to tell you that what we've seen from Gorsuch so far, I mean, he's, he's siding, he, he's, he's gearing up with the, with, with Thomas, he's gearing up with Sotomayor, you know, I mean, he is, he is he is staying constitutional and and in this last opinion that we covered in the la- in the show the daily journal show where he opposed the payment of money uh to Citibank and to JP Morgan Citigroup and JP Morgan I mean that is showing me that he's not going to be sold out bought out let me flip this right for a away. second let me flip this for a second please because it, the, the way the way we express this typically so sometimes Gorsuch is with this this guy right sometimes Gorsuch is with uh what Alito sometimes he's with Somara whatever so it makes it look like Gorsuch is the one this that's yeah. no sometimes <laughs> that's what I meant sometimes right. Alito's with Gorsuch sometimes Somara's with Gorsuch sometimes this is with Gorsuch so Gorsuch is always on track right this exposes how the others right. are all over the map because they're, they're typically they're typically uh, rule, ruling, quote unquote, based on party ideology, and every now and again they're accidentally constitutional. Right. So that's the whole premise for my. You need to pray for him if he's going to keep up the. You know, if he's going to keep the courage to do this, if he's going to keep uh, doing this. But you know, that's what people ask. That's him. what people ask when that stuff happens. How can he? How can he side with Sotomayor? No, 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 no. No, no, no. Flip that. Sotomayor. Why is Sotomayor suddenly siding with the Constitution, like along with Gorsuch? That's the right. question. So right. it's really stupid how people look at that. But that's that's how you hear it all the time. Because we get the emails, people asking us, how can he yeah. side with this? Like, wait a minute. Come on. What are you talking about? Right. So back to what I was saying. I'm going to do something that you, you like to do. I don't usually do this. I'm going to read a quote. I'm going to give you a background for the quote. I'm going to read the quote, but I'm not going to tell you who said it. Okay. Because this is what really, it sort of, it irritates me that this person had to say this, okay, and not somebody else. And if I tell you who said it, then people are going to be like, I don't, you know, they're not even going to hear what I have to say, right? They're not peer-reviewed. Right. So this is a governor of a state, okay? And the governor of his state declared his state independent from the federal government, And this is what he says. Ladies and gentlemen, this nation is in crisis. 
The social fabric is fraying and it is nearing a breaking point. We must stand to this tyranny once again, not with muskets, but the way our founders did, but with our voices and our votes and with the power and the example of our action here in our state. Mm -hmm. Our forefathers rebelled against England, resenting the king's values and abuse. Let us announce our state's current uh, rebellion from the federal policy. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Before the break, I read you the statement of a governor who is declaring their state to be independent from the federal government because, according to this governor, the federal government's policies do not exemplify the principles of the people of their state. I'm going to tell you, before I tell you who this is. Okay. You already know. You saw it, didn't you? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I can, I, you, are, you gave clues. You, mm-hmm. know, you said we'd automatically, people would dismiss it. You right, hear it. right, right. But let me tell you this. And it's because, not California. No, but I, because I, I say this. And you doubt me. I say this. I've said this before. And you don't believe me. But I'm going to say it again. Because I believe this is proof. They already know this stuff. It's not because they're ignorant. So all of these people and these lefty Marxist governors and reps, they fully, I believe, understand state sovereignty. Yes. They know this stuff. This is not ignorance. Mm-hmm. When they go along with the federal government, they pretend like we can't do anything about it. It's because they want to. It's mm-hmm. not because they don't know any better. So this this is clearly a man who is not ignorant of state sovereignty, who is not ignorant of history. I'm telling you, most of these, most, not all of them, but many, and I think the prominent ones in particular, the movers and shakers mm-hmm. of these Marxists and these leftists, they know their history. Mm-hmm. They understand constitutional government. It is right. not because of ignorance. It's, be, it's because they, uh, they reject the restraint. They reject the structure in order to, uh, to do what they want to do. So this I governor would say stood up and said that we must stand up to this federal assault on our state's values. Yeah, I would say it's New York's governor. Yeah, it is. There you go. It's Cuomo. It is absolutely Cuomo. And I'm so disappointed that it has to be Cuomo who who says this. But again, because here's the it's thing. a pretext. Just, I just understand remember, it's that. a pretext. But the fact that Cuomo is the one who is voicing the proper principle of state sovereignty. Yeah. I mean, this is exactly... Uh, he has... Uh, and, and JC, this is not just some kind of... of rhetoric speech he's practically outlined the very basic proofs for when a state should say i no longer want to be involved with the federal government it's a violation of our values it's an assault on our state's values this federal government no longer represents us as a state this uh, this is this is textbook jefferson madison uh standing up against 
what what you know this is this is the formula that should be given by a governor when they want to say something about the federal government it's it's, he's expressing the right principle but not for the right reason no i I understand that but that's my point so it's not textbook jefferson you have to be doing it no no no, the uh, the right reason right the formula (laughs) i mean is textbook jefferson right so the formula not why he's doing it but what he's doing right so so what you learn what you learn is what i said they already know and then then the second thing uh i just like kind of what you're saying about the others because why wouldn't a so-called conservative governor governor do this or a so-called liberty governor why do wouldn't this a, a when, when the federal government is actually unconstitutional or tyrannical they don't but i think it's the same answer they know they already know it's not because of ignorance it's because they want what they want but the republican party uh, professes in their party platform uh, to be the leaders in a limited federal government They're and liars. state sovereignty we, we issues. This. They're liars. We know this. But so here's here's the point that I was trying to make. I am mad that it is Cuomo who said this because this goes back. I was like a full circle for today's show to your whole peer review thing. Now because Cuomo has said this, yes. sort of like Alinsky's rules for radicals, yep. because Cuomo has said this, every every Republican will come out against the state's yep. rights to sovereignty, against uh, against what he said. Well, look, what exactly. you agree with Cuomo? Holy cow! So Are you trap. people kidding me? It is a trap, yep. and that's what makes me mad so when i read this and 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 in your heart you're going yes 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 and then you 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 hear that it's cool and you're like ah be like no so when you talk about textbook this is textbook psyops psyops what this is it's a trap because you're right that will be the reaction and and it plants those seeds of states doing and saying this type of thing is not right. Well, we will be right back after this break because this is the Saturday edition. We are a double dose. If you lose us on your radio station, remember you can find the rest of the show at chrisannhall.com. Attention Patriots, this is the Chris Ann Hall Show. Who's going to stand up? Where are the lovers of liberty? I think that's absurd. It's ridiculous. It's unconstitutional. It's out of control. You think this is over? This isn't over. There's a liberty wave coming. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. This is our Saturday edition, so this is our second half of the show. And I am still Chris Ann Hall, and this is still my husband and co-host, JC, donning his amazing Liberty First Martyr shirt. Remember, you can watch our shows on YouTube, and actually uh, we've got graphics and stuff going on now. 
And then you can always catch our shows at chrisannhall.com or SoundCloud and a whole bunch of other places and platforms that carry us, iTunes, Google Music Play. Help share these things so that we can expand the radio show and reach more people. So before the break, we were talking about the trap of Cuomo um, declaring independence from uh, the federal government because the he he describes that the federal government is is conducting a federal assault on the state's values and he outlines then a 20-point agenda for his uh, upcoming legislation and i'm really just hoping that at this point in time uh this that you're wrong that this is not a complete and total sabotage of of any governor who who would have the inclination to to do uh, shutdown, uh, you could have maybe a conservative governor goes, hey, if this Marxist can do it, we can do it. Ah, uh, yeah, so you could that's have that. that's what I'm praying for. That's what I'm praying for. Hey, GC, I want to talk about the shutdown. I just don't have I don't have faith in conservatives' courage. Yeah. They're cowards. What? Okay, so wait a minute. Before we get into that, the next move on. Then let me ask you this question: Why? Do the Marxists and the Democrat socialists have courage? Well, by nature, they have no restraint. So it, it's it's not so much courage as it is just ju- they're just reckless because they have no restraint. So, but whereas I mean, don't they have to have a, a, at least a sense of confidence? And 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 I I don't know. I don't know. Co- conserva- just, the conservatives have sort of an overinflated restraint, mm-hmm. right? Because there's Remember the most on the left, they have no moral center, right? So mm-hmm. you, anything goes. Right. The, the conservatives, that's not so, and so I think that spills over uh, too much, right? They're too okay. But the moral restraint would imply too domesticated would imply a core of morality, and wouldn't that core of morality provide the courage to take the stand to do these things? That's the way I it mean, ought to work. From a moral perspective, JC, we ought to have these red states standing up and, and saying, look, your, your spending is out of control. Your yeah. intrusion into our state affairs is out of control. You're destroying the lives of the American people, and we're not going to play your game anymore. Wouldn't morality dictate that? Well, some of it could be just, a, it could be a comfort thing. So the matter of comfort. So Pacified in prosperity, lazy in luxury, complacent and compliant in their comfort. Right, but the the marxists live in a system right america mm-hmm. that is not what they want not what they like right. so their discomfort level is mm. is really high whereas so are you asserting that uh, or suggesting that even though it's not bad enough we don't even though we re- even though some people recognize that it's wrong they still like it well, I'm. They still approve of it. I'm convinced we that most don't perceive. I mean, most. Uh, how can I say this? Don't perceive it to be as bad as it is. Mm-hmm. And we have so much, mm. so much uh, accoutrement to accoutrement. Uh, protect us and deceive us, <laughs> and you know. So we got all this crap, basically spoiled us right. and keeping us comfortable. I mean, look around. I mean, just our lives for the most part 
We have enough. To if be you're an everyday Joe, yeah, the federal intrusions really it's don't not palpable. They, you can't. I was. I would say you. They don't touch you. They do touch you. You just don't feel it. Correct. Right. Yeah. So you got to pay two dollars more for milk, or you can't buy raw milk, right? Or in order to publish, uh, in order to sell your product, you have to go through all this red tape, you know. But you still get to sell your product because right? people, people at that point of contact, right? That's that's a a minority of people, right? Okay. So it doesn't you don't perceive it as directly affecting you. Just like take the raw milk for instance. I mean, how many people want to drink raw milk? Right. Okay. So it's a minority. And so the average person goes, doesn't care because mm-hmm. that doesn't affect me. That's somebody else. So they don't perceive it in terms of liberty. Right. right. So it's it's it affects you because it's a matter of how a given person is able to uh, express or experience or enjoy liberty in general, you know, in the whole in America. So everything is made specific Okay, and the broader general principles are missed, and so we don't care. That doesn't apply to me. So people, and and again, it all it's there's a synergy of all this working against us. You go back to our education system, and people are not right. taught. Right, and to that's think exactly what my mind was going. Yeah. in. they don't. They're not taught to think liberty. So right, right. Nor, nor for you, for you, you and me, things. for you and me, right. It's and here's the analogy that always comes to my mind. Uh, you're driving down on the road and, and, you know, you're having your day. Then you go and you decide to buy a new car. And when you <laughs> buy that new car, right? And you see it everywhere. Then it's everywhere, right? We have, we think liberty. So we see liberty yeah. everywhere. We, we see liberty we everywhere or we see the the opposition to that liberty everywhere. Because we bought in. We own it. Yeah. Right? We, own li- we bought liberty. You yeah. know what I mean? We right. own it. That's so right. No, we bought it. For, it's ours. for most people, it's not a thought. It's it's not even a consideration. <laughs> That's crazy. People have people people have liberty cars. They don't even know they're driving in, right? So the liberty is is you you've bought it too. You just don't even realize that that it's yours. So I don't know. No, I, no well, crazy. what I meant by that, yeah. they it's it's not personal to them. They, right. They've not attached themselves to it. That's what I mean. Right. And so you know, so you miss it. Whatever, and then. Again, it goes and because b- go we back don't to, teach liberty in the schools. Well, and it's and it's and it's uh, thinking. I mean, it's not just it's not just a particular topic that you think about, mm-hmm. uh, but your ability to think in general. We, we right. don't have thinking people. I mean, consider what we talked about at the beginning of of the last segment, where uh, you wrote the article about the national emergency. National emergency. Okay, mm-hmm. and. Because this is my my point is it's not a it's not a conservative or liberal thing it's a thinking thing so here are conservatives right these are people who allegedly love liberty or you know they're bought into most of the right principles but they can't think right your thinking is so poor that you read that article and you swing to an entirely different topic which is immigration or building a wall or should we build the wall whatever and so totally missed the point so we have unthinking people unable to critically think unable to divide uh issues and focus on things across the board so we're you know you've talked about charlotte Isabel's book you wrote an article based on that the deliberate dumbing down of america we're over a century into this 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 stupefaction of our nation well you you bring this up jc and i i i think this is is relevant to mention it's not just simply an unthinking it's an unknowing people because I had, uh, you know, 
publish the article. It doesn't even help to know if you can't right. think proper. Right. Well, that's true. But like I think the possession of the information does not help you. But I wonder you can't how much it. information the people possess. And let me give you this as an example. So uh, we've published this on Twitter, and then uh, I mentioned earlier or last week uh, the, the, the vitriol and the venom that came at me at this article from people who are Republican, conservatives, whatever. Well, there's this uh, one person on Twitter who follows me who is, you know, the, the Texan Republican. She's probably our age. She looks rather affluent, uh, at least her little picture on, on Twitter does. And she was she was just coming at me about this uh, how it's fact that he has the right that the president has the right to declare this whatever, and I said you know I asked her I said this is a very honest question I want to ask you do you think because she was saying this act gives him the power this act does that I asked her I said very serious question do you believe that Congress can remove power from the president that has been delegated to him via the Constitution. And right? the answer is? Yes. Did she answer? Yes. She, she believes yes. they can? Yes. She said that the power that the president has comes from a two-thirds vote of Congress. And so whatever power the president possesses is what Congress allows him to have. And then she ended the tweet with this statement. Uh, she, you know, the little emoticon with the thinking, she says, it really sort of begs the question, where does the president's power come from originally? Wow. And this is a leader of the, in the Republican Party in well, Texas? No, no, no. I don't think she's a leader. She's just a strong MAGA, Republican, affluent woman in Who her 40s or 50s. And utterly ignorant of... Completely her, ignorant. The framework of... And to be honest with you, JC, I'm I'm sitting here and I'm staring at my phone because I'm thinking. Which is to say, a typical Republican. That's, so I'm thinking. That's I'm means. seriously. I'm staring at my phone and I'm thinking, am I reading this wrong? Does she actually not realize that the president's power comes from the Constitution? And so then I responded, I said, well, we have this document called the Constitution that was created by the states that created the federal government and that the Constitution itself delegates power from the states to each of the branches. I said, so if you want to know where the power of the president originates, it's called Article 2 of the Constitution. Now, that was just silence after that. She never, I mean, we were having a back and two conversation. So that proved to me she... She had no knowledge. And that's why my question is, how many people, I mean, I'm talking politically active. Super active. Super active, politically super active, apparently affluent, uh, 40, 50-year-old woman who has no, 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 I would say understanding, no knowledge of the Constitution whatsoever. That's why. This totally flipped my brain, JC. I'm on a whole new plane of understanding what we need to do to help the American people. That's why I laugh at this preaching at the choir criticism. Liberty's lobbyist Chris Ann Hall has now taken control.
Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. And I mean, this this epiphany that I had from this Twitter conversation was was very unsettling to me. What was the epiphany exactly? What did you learn that you didn't know? (laughs) I'm curious now. Well, that a lack of knowledge is not based on misunderstanding, but based on a complete and utter void of knowledge. That it simply does not exist. I, I mean, seriously, you know, we make, and, and it's, it's non-generational. I think maybe that's what it was. Because when we go and teach. What do you think she learned? Uh, well, here's my point. When we go and teach people, people are like, well, I had civics in college and they are in high school and they don't teach that anymore and blah, 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 blah. And the fact that this woman was, uh, you know, is, is apparently in her 40s and 50s tells me that that this ignorance and i mean i'm not just just void it's a black hole of information is transgenerational it's not a millennial thing and i don't know maybe this is i, I don't mean to be insulting but when when you say the president's power comes from congress that's ignorance you are i ignorant. know i know but my point that's is that's crazy i mean that's fundamental how, that yeah. is schoolhouse rocks fundamental what and that's my point jc that's, that's fifth fifth or sixth grade fundamental see i've 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 worked so preaching it's to crazy. the choir is is something that i accept that we do quite often person right? probably listens to the show she's probably going to be living it well, she hates us forever but she, that's crazy that you don't know that here's the problem her drive is political Period. Her drive is not liberty. Her drive is politics. So there are droves. And personality. droves. But that's what motivates. Well, yeah, probably in this case, Trump motivated. Because she may not be very motivated by the Republican Party. But it's politics nonetheless Mm -hmm. is, is their drive. So that's what she's involved in. There are droves and droves and droves of those people in, in the, in the, in the parties, uh, the Republican Party in particular, I think. I would say this, a majority of the super active people in the Republican Party, their drive is politics. It is not liberty. And the majority of those people are exactly like this lady you're talking about. She is not an anomaly. So that's, that's why I was asking, what did you learn? Did, and that's, that, that dawned on you? That's what, what I learned. That, that she is not an anom- anomaly. Wow. Welcome well, to the party. I know, but here's the thing. <laughs> You've been doing this for eight years and you just figured that out? No, 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 no. But I believe that there was at least a, f- a, a, a sort of fundamental foundation of the Constitution as the, yeah. you know, I mean, and, and yeah. this. Like you, like you always feel like, you. Go, so you go to a presentation and you think, maybe I'm over these people's heads or maybe I'm too simple or I mean. Yeah, no, my, my thought is I'm, I'm here insulting somebody's intelligence. Yeah, but yet they don't even know right. <laughs> that, the pa- that, that the power of the three branches of government is defined in the Constitution. Right. It's not defined by And I'm not saying acts. everybody out there, and I'm certainly sure that the listeners of our show no, that, are not like that because you wouldn't not. be listening to us of if you were not. like that. But you and I, meaning you and, and, and JC and... and 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 these, I have to be aware. These listeners know good and well those folks are out there. These people are out there. You because when we first started writing articles, you kept saying to me, "All right, you can't just talk about James Madison. You got to tell people who he is." And my, th- you remember that? And I'm like, 
come on this is freaking america how does people how do people not i'm not I, you know the millennials aren't really going to be reading my article we know who our base is the people who are who are 30 years and up they know who james madison is and now i'm like so there you go guys don't don't be under the illusion that just because all these people are active in politics that that they don't need to hear what you what you uh, no. Bingo. And that's the point that I'm trying to make here. And we've and, and this is a gradual learning process for me that has culminated in this this crescendo of brain explosion that uh, preaching to the choir is what we do. And be, it is what we do because it's needed. We're trying it is to absolutely needed. We're trying to choir. equip people. We're trying to equip the choir in the battle they want to engage in because it's the choir that wants what we want. The they just active. don't know what it is that they're how yeah. and the, they don't have the tools to fight about that and so um you know when we come back from the break i want to talk about the government shutdown because n- now i'm i'm really thinking we got to get bare basics here we got to get back to the beginning and we got to equip people with the knowledge of of where power comes from and and what this shutdown's all about because you got people we got people in Florida who are federal employees that are marching on the capital <laughs> state capital the state capital <laughs> to protest the federal shutdown As arrogant men tear up our constitution and from every direction we cry can't learn the easy way, you'll learn the hard way. Chris and Hall, she's Liberty's lobbyist. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Show. JC, before we move on to the to the uh, shutdown, I want to ask you a question because this goes back to the first half of our show where we talked about how Cuomo is declaring independence for New York and, and and voicing very accurately the very principles of state sovereignty. And you made the statement, these people are not ignorant, they know. Yes. But I the people that. themselves are ignorant and Correct. don't know. I believe that. This yes. is the orchestration of the yes. deliberate dumbing down of America that, that, I, that Charlotte Iserbit warned us about. The people in power who are funding and yes. creating our curriculums yep want to keep the American people completely oblivious but politically active at the same time. Correct. That is that is frightening. You that got is it. horrific to me. No, but that's it. I mean you you rightly stated and, and when you said people in power, that's the key. So when you see the, the people in these positions and these movers and shakers, uh majority not all of them, majority of them know they know. They know these things because the, they that's why they're there. They're using it against the people. So now you have there are some that are useful idiots, right? Right. Um, so, but but I'm talking about the controllers and and some of these things. It's funny because some of the ones you think are useful idiots, then they reveal themselves to actually mm-hmm. know what they're doing all along. You look at Cuomo. You know, people would think, oh, Cuomo, he's just some lefty tool, whatever. No, he knows he knows what's going on. They use they they're using the knowledge of your own government against you. Moral of the story: Never take for granted what your neighbor actually knows. Never take for granted what your precinct 
leader actually knows. Never take for granted what your party chairman actually knows. Always take the opportunity to start the Liberty Conversation so that you can plant little seeds of question in their minds. Yeah. That's why I have to take sabbaticals. Yes. You, you, you just you constantly face with <laughs> how little the people actually you know. Came, you've just recently come back from a sabbatical. I did the whole first week of the shows by myself. And then it's like day one. I was like, bam, bam, punching yeah. you in the face. <laughs> All this I'm, I'm stuff. good. You're good, good now. You're good now. <laughs> Government shut down, right? This is funny to me. This is funny. Uh, it should be comic relief. There but are federal it's, it's workers very sad. marching on the state capitol mm-hmm. saying, I don't know, what, what are they asking? What are they doing? Stop the Stop, stop the, the government shutdown. Do shut they realize down? it's federal? I don't, I don't know. I don't is know. that why they okay. are federal employees? Because they're... They're this clueless? No. Okay, so here's the point, JC. We have already determined that a large population of America has absolutely no clue about the Constitution or what it's about what or is, what's going on. What does this say? Federal workers are Americans too or something like that? Oh, federal workers are American workers. I got you. That's yeah. what the sign says. Federal workers are American workers. So if you're wondering what Jay-Z's looking at, then you need to go watch uh, the show on YouTube. Uh, we like, have some headlines up and of the people like protesting. It sounds like you're an American worker who needs to find a new job. Right. Well, and, okay, so beginning how, how at the nec- beginning. How long has this been now? How necessary are they? 20 days. Uh, oh. 20-ish days, I think. Yeah. Stuff catching on fire and falling apart, or what's going on? Oh, no. You know what's going on? The national parks are being overwhelmed by garbage and human feces because <laughs> of the federal government shutdown. You know what I thought about when I saw that? What? Haiti. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely Haiti, mm-hmm. right? Port-au-Prince Be- in particular. Port-au-Prince, right. Because Not, not the, all of Haiti, just beca- Port-au-Prince. Right, not all. Oh, my goodness, not all of Haiti. Please, my Haitian brothers and sisters, I don't mean all of you. We're specifically talking about Port-au-Prince. Because we've become completely mentally, educationally, philosophically, politically, spiritually enslaved on this plantation. We can no longer pick up our own stinking trash because the federal government won't do it. You, I mean, you, that you know is what this just makes me think of. <sighs> it makes me think of the destruction of the Boy Scouts. Mm-hmm. Right. Because yeah, tell me. when I was a scout. Right. right. You take out what you take in. Yeah. <laughs> OK. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you're you're visiting a national park. Like, oh, my goodness. The trash can is full. Where do I put my trash? And it's pile the trash mm-hmm. up on top of the trash can mm-hmm. or whatever. And then there's trash everywhere. Dude, you probably drove to the park. Right. Put your crap in a bag. You probably carried all the trash yes, to the park. Put it back in your car and take it with you. Are you so filthy and stupid and a, and such a low life? That you have to trash up the place like we. This is the it's, thing to it's me. It's expectation, JC. Right. It is complete Ex- entitlement yes. expectation. It's uh, you know, uh, it's a spoiled. Basically, the America lives with an overwhelming mentality of a spoiled yeah. child. Some, someone else will do it. 
my mom will clean up after me. Why do I have to pick up my socks? Why do I have to, to put away the, you know, why do I have to throw away the trash? Why do I have to do anything? My mom will do it for me. And the federal government has become the mother of America. Doing everything for us, providing us with food, providing us with work, with money to spend, cleaning up after us. I mean, pretty soon, you know, we're going to have. All right. So now we have we have single payer health care. Right. So I had this total vision the other day. It was like a it was like a nightmare. So you see all of these ads on television all the time now. Dinner in a box. You don't have to go to the grocery store. You don't have to know a recipe. You don't have to know how to cook. We'll send you a box. We'll give you all the ingredients that you need. And you can actually prepare these amazing meals, right? What's the next step? The government sends you your meal in a box. Why is that different? Seriously, why is that different than single-payer health care? Right? So I'm entitled to food, aren't I? We've got don't I? And and if this guy down the street can afford to have his his dinners pre prepared and sent to him in a box, I should be able to have that too. Right. And I I deserve that. I pay taxes, so why can't why can't the government subsidize a plan for that so that I can have meals delivered to my house and I can have groceries? I mean, the EBT well, card's not after. enough, that, right? That's what the plan is, right? I mean, that's it's, it's Marxism. You go study the Soviet Union's history. You had your meals delivered to you at your, you know, you didn't have to go. You you had them delivered, right? A big freaking dump truck pulled up with bones in the back, and you stood in the line to get a bone and a loaf of bread. And a roll of okay, toilet so paper. It's, it's delivered to you. They drive the they, they drive the garbage up in the middle of the square, and you go get your bone and bread. Stand in line all day for that. So there you go. You want you want food delivery? Elect all these Marxists. We'll get the Soviet Union food delivery. But that that's that's where we're headed because we can't even Super pick truck. up our own plastic bottles and our own Reese's peanut butter cup wrappers that in, at the national park. Yeah. We got to have a national crisis. Because the federal government hasn't provided a salary to someone to pick up our garbage for us. <laughs> it's aye it's aye aye. awful. It is awful. And if that being the only reason we should understand that this crisis is a glaring, blaring signal that there is something wrong with America, that single situation ought to be the telltale sign. That might make someone ask, does America even deserve to continue? If that's the kind of people we now are, do we even deserve to continue? Well, I'm not going to jump out on that limb at this somebody point. Might because there's lots, somebody might ask that. Here's the point, okay? We ought to be looking at discerning what the real problems are here. And the real problem is not a government shutdown. The real problem is that we have government, way too much government in our lives, so much. And I'm just, I don't know if I'm just harping on this or not, but we have so much government in our lives that we cannot, we are incapable of picking up our own trash. I never thought that I would see in a place like America the very telltale signs that I see in Haiti. I mean, we in, in Port-au-Prince, right? We know the background of these people. We understand the, the 
cultural psychology that has brought them to this point. America doesn't have that cultural psychology. America has the opposite of that cultural psychology. We are, oh. Oh, we are, we are actually founded on the opposite of the cultural psychology of slavery, but we have had decades of training trying to put us back in there, and that's where we are. Yeah. Seriously. We have been taught that, that large populations of America are nothing but victims, therefore they are still slaves. American politics and American education has been breeding people back into the mentality of slavery, and that's where we are. It's absolute dependency. It is. And the only cure is self-sufficiency. Yep. This is great. I think, I, you know what? I, here's the thing. We, we are at a threshold. I think that the government shutdown needs to continue for the next six months until the trash piles <laughs> up so high... <laughs> Till the trash piles up so high that we can't literally stand the filth and someone takes the initiative to clean it up. I wish you had a clip from that show, The Nanny. Remember that nanny? That's what that's what's gonna happen. Oh, where the yeah. where the what was it? The boy was thirteen years old and he's sitting on the toilet, Mom, Mom Like, what is he screaming about? Mom, I'll come wipe my butt. That that's where we're headed. These people can't even wipe themselves. This is just so uh, this is this is great. This is great. Thomas Paine wrote in uh, uh, Common Sense that that crises are good things. And this is a yeah. good thing. Maybe it'll go on long enough where Please. these people will go and get different jobs. Please, Mr. President, do not stop, stop the shutdown. OK, Please, Mr. Congressman, don't let your constituents know that the House of Representatives owns this shutdown alone, that the budget comes from the House alone, that the president doesn't actually, constitutionally speaking, have veto power. So this is not a Trump shutdown. This is a House of Representatives shutdown. But I don't want anybody to know that because we don't want the House of Representatives to actually come through and pass a budget because we need the American people to see that they're living in filth they can't even see can't even see i wonder if i wonder if you know my the article that we wrote about this was like a purge article and uh we always lose people when when we talk about stuff like this jc i wonder uh, this this epiphany that i've had this strong stance that i'm giving about the continuing of the uh shutdown will actually make us lose people Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal, JC. This is our final segment of the show. And I want to remind everybody to break the ice with your Liberty Conversation with the Liberty First gear. Go online to chrisannhall.com. Get your Liberty First gear t-shirt, coffee mug. Ladies, we have leggings. They are awesome. And uh, 
get your hoodie, your sweatshirt. We have people on Facebook and social media sending me pictures of their of their Liberty First gear. They're so proud to be wearing, and we're just honored that you are uh, engaging in this fight with us. And so uh, we've got to be we, are, you and me, not me and JC, but us and you, listeners. We're the ones that are awake. So to whom much is given, much is required. We have a responsibility to continue awakening others. It's sort of like that movie Matrix, right? It's time to pull, pull people out. out. We've got to pull out the copper tops and start educating the copper tops so they stop being copper tops for the enemy. Stop being power and, 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 and uh, energy for the wrong things. On chrisannhall.com, I have an article that is called End the Budget Blame Game, okay? End the budget, budget blame game that will teach you, help and teach others how the federal budget, how taxing and spending is supposed to work according to the Constitution, not according to USC, blah, 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 not according to maritime law, not according to the fake Constitution, but according to the real Constitution about how the budget, how taxing and spending is supposed to work. And I'm going to make that our highlighted article uh, for today so that you can easily access it on social media. It'll go out with our email. So by the way, um, if you aren't signed up on our email list, you need to go to the chrisannhall.com and sign up for our email list so the shows and the articles, they come straight to you. I mean, seriously, it's better than dinner in a box. It's liberty in an email. And so we have all of these resources for you. And uh, hey, Government shutdown. I am I am for a federal government shutdown. But you know what I'm hoping is that the people will the whole thing shuts down. Th- th- yeah, oh, that would be great. That would be amazing. That would be amazing. There's a reset I'd be looking for. Right. Serious. Nonetheless, uh, I, I'm I'm really hoping that as the trash piles up in the national parks, that the states realize that it's their problem. And that the states will hire people to take care of their parks. And then when the government starts back up again, the states be like, no, we got it. Right? No, we got it. I mean, that's what happened in Virginia when, um, when Thomas Gage, the governor Thomas Gage, started disarming the state of Massachusetts. And the entire colonial Uh, All the colonies got together in opposition to this one governor, right? Virginia starts uh, telling them, you know what? Uh, We don't need... We don't need Great Britain's protection for the colony of Virginia anymore. As a matter of fact, what we're going to do is we're going to have open arms training in our town square every day. We're going to make sure all of our citizens are armed and trained and they can defend us. And since we got this, right, they send this resolution to Great Britain. Since we got this under control, we're going to put you on notice. We don't need your troops here in Virginia to protect us anymore from any kind of foreign invaders at all. We got it. And since we got it, we're not sending you any money anymore for this. I mean, that's Christiane Hall's pipe dream, that the government shutdown will be the catalyst to the return of self-governance and the proper role of our constitutional Yeah, I don't know why people can't police themselves. That's the whole point. Like, hey, pal, um, why don't you take that trash home with you? Right. You know? 
Right. You see somebody throwing trash? I mean, come on. Well, we see don't talk to you. making the trash can mountain. We don't talk to each other like, anymore. Hey, bro, that trash can's full. I'm not sure if you noticed that. You could just take that to the house, throw it in your own trash can. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Well, we got to learn to talk to each other first. I don't know. What are people scared? Scared of getting shot or beat up or whatever? Hey. You need to go take some jujitsu classes so you can actually talk to people without being afraid. Well, you know, when the media only shows if it le- bleeds, it leads, then it makes you think that everybody in yeah, America is going to run around, punch you in the face, or shoot you in the, in, in the yeah. leg. And in reality, because we travel across America, JC, we see all kinds of people. Yeah. That people aren't it's like that. People in a, American people are amazing. American people are beautiful. And we're just misled, we're misguided, and we're miseducated. There is something worth saving. I guarantee it. God bless you guys. We'll see you again on Monday.